Welcome to Truth for the Morning, Reflections from God's Word. I'm Jimmy Hazlett, and I'm delighted that you join me today. Today we're going to be going back to Matthew chapter 5, verse 8, where Jesus pronounces his next blessing. And he says, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Who is it that shall see God? This blessing that Jesus pronounces during his sermon would have certainly caught the attention of those that were listening. The very idea of seeing God would have caused quite a stir among a crowd of Jews. In Exodus 33, we read the account of Moses interceding for the children of Israel after they had made the golden calf and worshipped it while Moses was on Sinai receiving the law from God. In his meeting with God, Moses asked something of the Lord. Moses said, Please show me your glory. And he said, I will make all my goodness pass before you and will proclaim before you my name, the Lord. And I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious. And I will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. But, he said, You cannot see my face, for man shall not see me and live. And the Lord said, Behold, there's a place by me where you shall stand on the rock. And while my glory passes by, I will put you in a cleft of the rock, and I will cover you with my hand until I have passed by. Then I will take away my hand, and you shall see my back, but my face shall not be seen. Exodus 33, 18-23 When Moses asked to see God, the Lord hid him in the cleft of the rock and only allowed him a glimpse of his back. Why? Because man shall not see God and live. God is far too holy and far too stunningly glorious for man to look upon him with his glory unveiled. That's why Paul says of God, God, who alone has immortality, who dwells in unapproachable light, whom no one has ever seen or can see, to him be honor and eternal dominion. Amen. That's in 1 Timothy 6, verse 16. Yet Jesus says, there is a people that will see God. Those that will see God are the pure in heart. When Jesus refers to the heart here, he's not referring to the organ that pumps your blood. The heart is to be understood as the seat of man's desires and affections. If we understand the condition of our hearts left to ourselves, this is tough news. The fact of the matter is we don't have pure hearts. In fact, the opposite is true. The things we desire and love, the things we want to do left to self, are totally wrapped up in sin. Our hearts are desperately sinful and wicked. God says through the prophet Jeremiah, The heart is deceitful above all things, and desperately sick, who can understand it? This is why the advice to follow your heart is the worst advice you could ever give someone. Sorry, Disney princesses. Our hearts are wicked. However, Jesus has just spent the previous blessings in this Beatitudes, pointing out some amazing truths. When you're poor in spirit and understand your own spiritual bankruptcy, yours is the kingdom of heaven. When you experience godly sorrow over your sin rather than being content in it, you will be comforted. When you hunger and thirst for righteousness, you will find it in Christ. When it comes to the heart, we're powerless to purify our own hearts. 
However, that doesn't mean our hearts can't be made pure. In Hebrews nine thirteen through 14, we read, For if the blood of goats and bulls and the sprinkling of defiled persons with the ashes of a heifer sanctify for the purification of the flesh, how much more will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered himself without blemish to God, purify our conscience from dead works to serve the living God? God cleanses the heart of the one that by faith puts all their hope for life and death in the finished work of Jesus Christ. In the Old Testament, the blood of animals made things ceremonially clean for worship. However, it was powerless to change the heart. Through the finished work of Christ on the cross and his shed blood, God cleanses the hearts of all those that turn to him in faith. This heart change works itself outward to result in a changed life. No longer do you want to live in sin and disobedience, but God gives you a new heart with new desires and affections. Have you put all your hope in life and in death, in the finished work of Jesus? Then this promise is for you. You shall see God.